2. What if you've already tried everything? Friday, August 21. 82 days until the conference. 155 registrations. The next morning, Victor went into the office early. He was convinced he would be the first one there, but Casper was already behind his desk, his face flushed with hard work, fervently typing away on his keyboard. Stressed? he asked. Aren't you? Casper replied. Do you have any idea how much we still need to get done for Rodentia? Victor sighed. I know. As soon as Martine comes in, I would like to have a short meeting. A meeting? I really don't have time. Victor gave him an encouraging pat on the shoulder and went into his office. Behind him, he heard Casper call out, And Martine certainly doesn't. Casper de Vries was his only full time employee. He had been working here longer than Victor and dynamically tackled communications. Casper also organized the annual National Spring Conferences. These had become a matter of routine. And with roughly 100 participants on average, he could easily manage alone. However, Rodentia was a completely different ballgame. As of a month ago, they had therefore hired backup, in the form of Martine Zuidam. She managed logistics in order for Casper to be able to fully concentrate on marketing and communications, contacting the speakers, recruiting sponsors and the press. For weeks now, Casper had been trying to arrange an interview with Instinct, the most respected trade magazine for pet professionals. So far, it had been in vain. The journalist kept insisting a conference was not newsworthy, which made no sense to Victor whatsoever. After all, the program was incredibly interesting, wasn't it? Victor stared at his computer screen. Maybe he should take another look at that Facebook. The following appeared on his screen Register. He entered his name and scrolled down. Immediately, more boxes appeared. Whether he could please also provide his email address, phone number, and date of birth. Not a chance. Can't be too safe nowadays. Annoyed, he closed the browser window. There was no need for him to concern himself with it anyway. This was exactly what Casper was hired to do. He started to check his emails. A newsletter from the Professional Veterinary Association, which he discarded, unread. Two more cancellations by members who were reminded of their membership by the conference mailings. He bit his lip. He would call them this afternoon. The email from the conference center had a red exclamation mark with the following subject header Reminder, initial down payment. He forwarded it to Martine. From the corner of the room sounded Napoleon's high pitched weeks. Victor knew it was a noise guinea pigs only make in captivity. A call for food. At least you don't need artificial media to communicate, he said softly. He filled up the food bowl and refreshed the water. When he stroked Napoleon, the animal purred softly, but the little thing did not seem himself. 
His fur had indeed lost its gloss, and he seemed less lively than usual. On a yellow post-it note, Victor wrote, Vitamin C. He added it to the other ten notes already stuck to the edge of his computer screen. When Martine stormed into the office at 10 a.m., sorry, apologies, flat tire, children were late for school too, he summoned his two employees into his office. I won't beat around the bush, he said, while he tried to imitate the authoritative mannerisms of his chairman. If we're not up to 300 registrations within two weeks, the board is pulling the plug. Casper sighed. We cannot work harder than we already do, Victor. Martine was still in the process of catching her breath after her hasty arrival. I understand, Victor said. So we have to work more efficiently and utilize other channels. In consultation with Jacques, I have decided we will start doing more with social media. Casper was gaping at him perplexedly. But that's precisely what you didn't want. I know I was a little skeptical at first, but the number of participants is really lagging behind, and with the present approach, we are not going to make it. Although I'm not certain how to go about this either, considering what we tried last spring was no success. What did you do in spring? Martine asked. Oh, Casper said, we used social media a little around the time of our spring conference, but it didn't quite hit the spot. I worked late every night, you know, checking the proofs, organizing AV, booking hotel rooms, ordering gifts for the speakers. Ah, yes, and then something needed to be done about Facebook and Twitter while I was at it. He looked at Victor. Even I know you can't just post on your own accounts how there is a conference, but I really didn't have the time to make more of it. I wonder if that was the problem, Victor said. Our participants didn't seem to use it a lot. Maybe our community simply doesn't use social media. Casper shook his head. There was a bit of a buzz, actually, but we missed most of it as we didn't communicate our hashtag to the participants. Why is that such a bad thing? Martine asked. A hashtag is really the place on social media where specific discussions are held. As we barely mentioned it anywhere, people began to make up their own hashtags. So several spots were created where people talked about the conference? Martine asked. Exactly. Most of it was discussed on hashtag rodent conference and hashtag not so ropro. Our official hashtag? Hashtag NRS Conference 2015 was mainly used by exhibitors posting spam-like items, which became so annoying it was eventually completely ignored by our audience. In the evening, I saw loads of messages we'd missed. I found tweets from people who couldn't find the venue, questions for the speakers and discussions about presentations. Had I known the messages were there, we could have acted on them immediately during the day. So this time we have to make sure that we display our hashtag prominently in all of our communications, Martine concluded. Exactly, said Casper. That way we create a clear virtual meeting place where our audience can meet before, during, and after the conference. Martine stood up, left the room, and returned with the printed proof of the invitation, which she placed in the center of the table. So on here too then? Casper pulled the proof towards him. Darn, I almost overlooked that. 
He turned red. Hashtag Rodentia 15. It definitely needs to be displayed here. He pointed at the front and then continued on the inside. And here. And here. Just to be sure, also put it here. And our Twitter address needs to be added, at NatsoRopro. And the NatsoRopro Facebook account, of course. I'm going to add these to all our press releases straight away, too. In the meantime, I'll get in touch with our graphic designer, Martine said, with the characteristic resoluteness that made her so good at her job. She was halfway out the door already, but Casper stopped her. Wait a minute, that's not all, he said. He turned to Victor. People don't automatically turn to social media and do stuff by themselves. We have to get actively involved. The only thing is I have no clue how I'm going to manage all this with all the other things on my list. Before Victor even had a chance to respond, Martine said, Surely we could just use an intern for that. Costs next to nothing. And those kids are really eager. They're also exceptionally savvy with social media. At that age, they spend their days liking and swiping. Great idea, Victor said. An intern can make a plan and execute it for us. And if all goes well, he or she could help us with a few other things, too, Casper added. Victor gave a satisfied nod. Using his network, he would easily be able to find a young student. It wouldn't cost much, which was important. Also, there was the high visibility factor, giving the board instant proof of his efforts. I'll take care of that, Victor said. Can I get on with the invitations, then? Martine asked, on her way to the door. Naturally, Victor said. The hashtag also has to go on the banners, Casper said, following her, and on the handouts and the bags. Victor phoned a few business friends and asked whether any of them knew someone who would be interested in an internship. Unsuccessfully. He phoned several colleges, to each of which he had to explain there really was such a thing as a national society for rodent professionals. After Christmas break, he would have more luck, they said. At this point, the end of the summer holidays, most interns had already found a place. After several hours, he still had nothing. He phoned his best friends, Dick and Ronald, but couldn't get hold of either of them. With mixed feelings, Victor observed his employees that afternoon, busying themselves with adding the hashtag and the NatsoRoPro social media accounts to all external communications. At least it would ensure they would be more easily found on social media. But that wasn't enough. Like nailing a mailbox to your front door would not automatically lead to receiving letters. If he could find an intern, and he was hoping he would, he wondered whether he or she could actually accomplish anything on their behalf. He had to have faith. Yet he struggled to pin his hopes on something so far from his comfort zone. It felt as though he was walking through the dark. It was time someone switched on the light. <laughs>